Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friend, Corey, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Listen, I don't care where you're going. I've been standing here since 1959. It's a KARZ radio, the Mighty 590. I'm a disc jockey. Under partly cloudy skies, the current temperature in the big town, 79 degrees. You got the tops of the pops, the wax to watch. You got Johnny Hurricane. Brian Edison. Good to meet you, Brian. What's that guy? What's this clown doing? Hey, come here, squirrel. You want to race that thing? Cops, man. Well, there's your first one. Go make an example. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will. He's coming after us. Dead on it. Great balls of fire. Come on, baby. Look out, man, you're running out of road. Mr. Ray, Mr. Ray, balls of fire. You all right? <coughs> you mean we're still alive? Yeah, this roll bar saved us. All right. Hi. Huh. Yeah, it's good to see someone drive one of these in here. Most of them have to be towed. I'm looking for a chassis which I want to stick a big Hemi engine in. You got anything? Cheap. 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 Going racing? Yeah. Pre-war willies rise up like a cutter through ice. Oh, it'd be a miracle just to see one again. Want to see one? Oh, you see one every now and then sitting in an old garage in Rollo, Missouri or by the side of the road in West Lafayette. Or hidden in a junkyard in Lyons, California. Come here. Come on, come on. It moved. Huh? <laughs> but you ain't gonna sell it, right? Sonny Munn offered me a thousand once. I'm gonna race him? Everybody kind of lost interest in these old hot rods. Right. How about your old Dodge body? You have enough left to bail? Sure, I'd like to see it run again. Especially against Munn. Let's talk. If you beat the Muns, it's yours. Free. It's like the old hot rolls. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, every kid used to have one. I'm going to build a car, too. Just like yours. Yeah. It's looking good, Lefty. What kind of engine you running? <laughs> Rubber band, I guess. <laughs> it's my first engine, too. Don't wind it too tight. Won't start. Get on down. 
out. Marsden's doing a root beer. Johnny! All clear! Hey, how much are we going for, Brian? Hundred dollars a gear. Calling all cars, calling all cars, leaving a big mug and heading your way. Here come the cops. Let's get out of here. Let me remind you folks to be sure and listen to the Hurricane Sanctuary on KARC Radio Free Lions. Takes a lot of strength to depress this clutch. This car could get away from you. How come none of these local guys not let you take the wheel? They were afraid it would get away from I see your driver's license, miss. All right. Sawed a few teeth off? Sorry. your way up to dangerous. Never give me a chance. Loving, darling, come and go with me. Don't let me, baby, undeceive. I need you, darling, so come go with me. All right, you can get off it now, Jack. Who's next? Been knocking around for years. Thought I'd give the Nationals a shot, for once. Yeah, go for it. Treat, you know. Thought I'd see how I did with the big boys. I don't care so much about the Muns. This isn't a beat down. Yeah, I know. I just want a fair shot at winning. Thanks for letting me drive your car. You can't break it any worse than I can. See, the secret of street racing is a mystery to most people. But I got to figure it out. It's pretty dangerous. Do you want to hear the secret or not? Sure. When it breaks, you build it again. It blows up with a four-barrel car, go do quads. That blows up injected. Fix it fast. How far? Until it's an automatic, which is boring. Sonny Mon from nearby Lions in the fun root beer special. He's number one qualifier with consistent top time. And Brian Edison in the Violet Spring special, the little guy working at home. What a classic showdown we got here. The way we were and the way we are. Number one, number two qualifiers in a heads-up race. You know something's got to give. This match has been building for weeks. There's been heartbreaks, teardrops, nuts, bolts, and prayers. up. 
trouble. Everywhere I go. Oh, listen to that. <laughs> Seems only fair, brother. out of my hat. Again? Nothing up my sleeve. Presto! <laughs> no doubt about it. I gotta get another hat. No, here's something we hope you'll really like. All right, folks, here we are today. Cars, stars, and rock and roll. We are with Nostalgic Radio and Cars and having such a good time today. 25 to 50, 50 bucks. Hey, we're having a big time Tell here em. at the Big Rock. Come on down, Nostalgic Cars and Radio. Radio and Cars. We're Radio doing and it, Cars. Folks. That's right. See, because, you're the best, hey, Mama. Hey, that's all right, because you got to hear about it, then you got to be able to drive Nostalgic it. Radio and Cars. That's right, folks, and don't forget to pay the lady. <laughs> You dug it. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk, 1340.com, and you can see us live right here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us and check out Nostalgic Radio and Cars, where you can listen to all 500 and I think eight shows, right? Good evening, Bobby. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. How about you here on our... It's ten, tenth year. <laughs> We're officially ten years old and one week. Yep. Oh, uh, yep, yeah. One yep, week now. Tommy, yep. how you doing tonight? I'm great, Robert. How you guys doing? Pretty good. So uh, we got our full team here as usual, mm-hmm. and we're doing pretty good. And uh, well, we got an interesting show for you tonight. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, we're going to be talking about car shows, mm-hmm. and uh, things have kind of settled down a little bit. Pe- things are starting to get back to normal. I think people are. The one good thing is, I will say, that everybody has been, or I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people have been out. Driving and cruising. I'm a big shout out to uh, my buddies Randy and them down there. In case you're listening, Randy, I think you are because uh, I got some. We got Facebook proof. <laughs> we got Facebook to prove it. Yeah, I guess so. That's right. We're on Facebook. What else we got? Uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, live. Both both of those are live. So please go ahead and share those and tantalk1340.com as well. Absolutely. Well, Randy's hanging out at uh, Brew Burgers down on 54th and 58th in St. Pete. So there's a free shout out to those guys, which now it's going to cost you a hamburger and a milkshake. Two hamburgers and a milkshake because you got to take right. care of it. Maybe I'll three because we got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we give you a plug in a radio show, we want food. We work for food. It's pretty good. you know. So we're real simple. You know, hamburgers, fries, milkshakes, you know, root beer. We're going to change our banner. says we'll talk for food. Yeah, we'll talk like for that. food. Yeah, that's it. Right, so, uh, but anyway, so those guys are hanging out down there, but they're kind of like early bird guys. You know, I miss the good old days when we used to all hang out like around 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night and then go out and set up some good old street races because nothing's more fun than a street race. Um, do I advocate it? Yeah, whatever. Not on the air. Not on the air. Yeah. <laughs> will I do it? Yeah. Will I hammer some gears, shift some gears? In fact, I was talking to a guy the other day. We were talking about um, handshaker. Um, it's kind of like it's a northern term. I'm trying to think who I was talking to. Somebody because they said something about yeah, my car's got a handshaker in it, and you don't hear that term very often. I mean, it's kind of an old school deal, and uh, and it's kind of uh, kind of like something you 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 know like the the only other guy that I ever heard use it was I mean I'm from out west, so we use it out there, but uh, a guy from Michigan used it a couple times, and I thought wow, handshaker, hey, cool. So I, and a friend of mine from uh, that I used to work well, with. What does it mean? Handshaker is a four speed. You know, we usually use, we could say handshaker, four hooker, you know, because you're hooking four gears. Um, stick, obviously, you know. Uh, I can't think of all of them. You know, whenever you need it, you can't think of it. You know, that's always the way it One works. day we'll come up with the whole, we'll make the whole list yeah. and read them off. Yeah, gears, you know. I mean, you know, you hammer gears, bang gears, grab gears, uh, shift gears, slam gears. Um, you know what? We're going to do a show one of these days, and I think what we'll do is we'll do a special show on old school street racing, drag racing, hot rod terminology. 
Because I think that would be kind of fun. And they should win a prize. And they should and win a prize. guest, whichever guest Yeah, they should go down here to Brew Burgers and get a free hamburger and a milkshake. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Randy. Yeah, you hear some... that, Rob? Yeah, Rob. I <laughs> 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 uh, add that to the bills. With, hey, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think that's something you can Wikipedia either. That's just something you're no. going to have to go through pages and pages and boxes and boxes and books and books and cover to covers of uh, old school hot rod we and road truck ma- hot rod magazines. We need a Part lot of filler music while everybody's trying to yeah. sit around and remember. Speaking of filler music, I think we got a little. Uh, how about you know, since we're big Doors fans, let's play a little Doors this evening. And uh, hey, you're tuning in to South Korean Cars. Don't touch that dial. We will be right back, and we got a great show for you tonight because we're going to be talking about some of the stuff that's happening finally. Hey, take care, and don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. in Tampa Bay at Dunedin Brewery. Known as Florida's oldest microbrewery, they are always working to create a unique variety of craft beers for every taste. In addition, Dunedin Brewery features a full menu, including everything from their famous wings, burgers, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget about their live music, including the Wednesday Night Players Jam. That's Dunedin Brewery, 937 Douglas Avenue in downtown Dunedin. Visit them online at dunedinbrewery.com. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. Okay, we are back, and you tune into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and just dig that uh, car sound effect. You know what, Bobby, is that the one I, I recorded when we were at uh, the racetrack that one time over in Lakeland? Uh, I, that's either our original one, or we Ed, redid part of it. Mid- yeah, because... But yeah, was, there are some real ones. Yeah, so most of the sound effects that you hear on the radio show are actual uh, footage of... We were actually at the racing event. So whether it's a drag race, whether it's a race car, a GT race... Um, we've had 10 years to get them, so... We've had 10 years <laughs> to get them, yeah. And then kind of, we edited them a little bit and stuff like that. But generally, those are... Our original, what's the word they go? It's, uh, uh, um, um, can't think of the word right now. Yeah, uh, I got the wrong one in my head. It's just intellectual, <laughs> intellectual property. Intellectual property, yeah, 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 yeah our, right. Our, our, automotive property. Our, 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 our unintellectual property. <laughs> anyway, okay, so uh, I saw a shirt the other day when I was thumbing around on the internet, and it shows a picture of this older guy, Hot Rodder, proudly displaying the shirt. It said, COV, whatever the thing is, 19. Made in China. Don't worry, guys. It won't last. You know, I thought that was pretty good. Which means, let's just go out and buy American. What do we have to do? Today, oh, the tools. Tools. So yeah. today, when I'm on, on the way into the shop, I have a, uh, I usually have 
uh, Craftsman is what I bought when I was a kid. And then when I got kind of professionally in the business as far as uh, car parts and stuff like that when I was in the wrecking yard, we had Snap-on rep come in all the time. So I bought Snap-on tools. And Snap-on has Snap-on, and then I guess they're – I'm not going to say it's a lower end, but they have another brand that they uh, – it's kind of yeah, like their yeah. other brand, um, uh, and it's called Bluepoint. And mm-hmm. Bluepoint's been around for a long time. So I guess it's kind of like Rigid and, and Rockwell. You know, they all these companies kind of consolidated and stuff like that. So um, anyway, so I had this, uh, these, these cutting um, pliers, basically, which cut real thick cable and stuff. And they're only meant to cut wire. Well, I loaned him out to somebody one time, and he cut wire, but he cut like you know, like wire, like baling wire or something like that. They're only meant to cut electrical wires, and they just cut through copper like butter. I always call them my butter things. So on the way down here, I saw a Snap-on truck alongside of the road. Mm-hmm. So I happen to have them in my truck because sometimes I keep stuff in my truck with my rest of my tools. So in the event that I need to switch them out or something like that, you know, and you never know, you might find out. Hey, you know, Snap-on dude, laying sitting alongside the road. And uh, sure enough, we walked in there, and he had a brand new pair. And I said, are these made in America like my original ones were? So we're both looking. Of course, both of us are blind. We can't see because we ain't got no glasses. And it's I saw it as soon and as I yeah. got it in my hand. Yeah. So I handed him to Bobby. He looked at him, and sure enough, he can't see. And bigger and bigger and bigger than bigger. But anyway, it says. <laughs> USA. <laughs> made in yep. USA. So, you know, buy American, guys, and patronize Local businesses. And uh, on yeah. that note, let's take go out, ahead, Bobby. Take out, uh, take out Tuesday. Uh, gosh, what's it called? Great American Takeout. Yes, that's right. That's, At the Rip Shack? Uh, yes, that's, uh, it's all across the country. But the, we obviously advocate you doing that at the Rip Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo. And they're on Uber Eats uh, Bite Squad. But obviously you can uh, stop on in and pick up your order, too, and uh, sit down, too. Yeah, and if you're into music and brews, like we are, you know, Hang out at uh, Dunedin Brewery. Dunedin Brewery. Uh, I think Wednesday night they have an open Wednesday night. Wednesday night Players Jam. Uh-huh, Players Jam. So if you're into music, and we totally advocate music. In fact, we've got some pretty interesting musicians, musicians, uh, coming on our show here in the next oh, yeah. uh, couple of weeks. So we'll, we'd like <laughs> mm-hmm. to surprise you oh, with, yes. with, with uh, people of uh, their status sometimes. Pretty good way to kick off oh, yeah, 10 really, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to pinch ourselves sometimes, too, because when we look back on our past 10 years we've had some we've had some pretty amazing guests on on the show i mean some real interesting people so we're very thankful for that last week was our 10-year anniversary show we had bill warner on i should say the honorary bill warner mm-hmm. because you know he's the founder and chairman of the amelia island concourse d'elegance and that is you know we were talking about concourses and uh, we'll get into car shows here in a little bit but concourse is something very very special it's something that started in europe and it's about you know original cars with history and provenance and it's also the setting the setting is extremely important extremely important and you can't compare you know i mean i i the the word concourse and you know a car show is a car show a concourse is something special and it shouldn't be confused and it's hard to start one out you know because you really have to kind of put some serious thought on it because you, it's about the cars and bill said that it's about the cars and 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 the people Okay, it's not about anything else. It's about the people and the cars. And the cars tell a story and the people reinforce the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, I still have the car I had in high school. So it's about my car. My car's sitting in the parking lot. It's a, but I reinforce the story because I was part of it. You know, so mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. And, uh, and I'm thankful that I can share that with you, too. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of cool. I mean, consider that I've had that car since 1973. Mm-hmm. That's 30, 47 years? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Yeah. Wow. Dang. Anyway, and it's still original, and it still runs pretty good, and it has a handshaker in it, I might add. Um, but at any rate, so you have three really main concourse events, and they are Amelia Island Concourse, Pebble Beach, and St. John. Now, there are other concourse out there, but those are the ones that are basically the leaders, if you want to use the term, in the industry or the – and, of course, the one in, Fran, uh, in, in Italy, and I can't pronounce the name of that one, but there's one out there in – on the Swiss-Italian border and uh, at Villa Este or Este, something like that. It's an amazing, amazing event. I've seen pictures of it. And the cars, the, the cars are what it's all about because these cars that are in amazing collections around the world and the fact that they're preserved is, is incredible. And uh, so, anyway, on that note, I think what we're going to do is uh, Tommy's going to fire up the stereo again. We're going to play another song. Then we're going to play a clip, and we're going to get our special guest on for the evening. And, uh, hey, you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Here is a little 10 years after. 
speed kill since we're on a 10 year thing how about 10 years after hey you're tuning in nostalgia radio and cars so touch that dial we'll be right back Stacy David, just you know, just like 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 Dennis, Sonic, hurry! Would you Sonic, hurry, Dennis? Sonic bombing this 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 this. this, this. I'm Dennis Cage with my classic guy, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. No, you're listening to Nostalgic Radio That's and Cars. That's what I said. Yes, That's, I said Nostalgic. Nostalgic Radio. Ra- you know, Stacy, I, you know, I don't know what to do. You can dress him up, but you can't take him out. You know what I mean? Why not, man? You're paying this time. Okay, we're back. You tune into Nostalgic Radio Cars. It's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. And this lady is, since we're talking about car shows, the founder and uh, promoter for FLACarshows.com. Delighted to welcome back to Nostalgic Radio Cars, Tara Bush. Tara, how you doing, girl? Okay, how you doing, Robert? Pretty good. So bring us up to date on what's going on in the FLA car show scene. Currently, not much. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to say there's lots of stuff going on. So, uh, oh, let's see. Um, let's see. It all. St- I think the last car shows, the last official car shows, was the weekend of March 21st. Was it really? Uh, yeah, that was the end of everything. Um, there's been some some people after a couple of weeks started getting a little antsy and started doing some drive-bys, especially senior citizen areas. Mm-hmm. They were doing little parades okay. um, through those type of areas, past the hospitals, past the children's centers. 
a few of those have popped up here and there. Um, had a couple of virtual car shows. I know Larry at Premium Productions over in Tampa. He did um, one for the month of a- April. Uh, Leadfoot City also did a three-week run. Uh-huh. So there was a couple um, virtual car shows. Tent World over here in Orlando, um, we did one where it was on Saturday morning. It was like cars and coffee in your garage. So there's been a few people are really thinking outside the box on... You know, how do we still stay in touch with our friends and kind of show our cars off without leaving our house? So a virtual, explain it, take us, uh, for some of our listeners now, tell us about how a virtual car show actually works. Well, they've done it a couple different ways. Like with Tint World, um, we all got, he designed a, I don't know what program he used, but where we could all sign in, we could all see our, our screens on the computer. And... We used our phone or our cameras to show our cars, and we just kind of took turns on telling us about your car and look at our garage. Uh-huh. People would ask questions. Um, now, the way Premium Productions did it was a little different, where uh, he used Facebook. So you submit your car on Facebook, and people vote on it, and then he gave away trophies. Oh. And Leadfoot City kind of did the same thing in... Um, couple weeks ago, I think they ended, it was in May, I believe, and they kind of did the same thing, except they only did it like Thursday and Friday, and whereas Premium Productions did it for like 21 days in a row. Interesting. Um, yeah, so like I said, everybody's been thinking outside the box, well, trying to find something, somehow to do this. So now, what you as uh, FLACarshows.com... Am I saying it right? It's flacarshows.com or yes, Florida Carshows? you're saying it correct. Okay, no, good. You're right. Okay. Uh, so basically, you cover the entire state of Florida as far as car shows, and people, they submit the shows. Take us through the process a little bit, how that works for you, and how people can find out more about flacarshows.com. Right. Um, I, uh, I've had the website for about, it's been five years, actually, this spring. Um, Barry had designed it, oh, boy, nineteen eighty. Uh, 2005 is when he designed it as a hobby for everybody to find one pl- go one place and find all the car shows there. And so I took it to the next level by making it mobile friendly, uh, adding some blogs, adding some advertisers, and it's really exploded. We get two million page views annually. Uh, in the season, like January and February, it could be a little over 200,000 people looking at the site. So almost all of the car shows are listed on there. I don't. Ha- I don't personally don't have anything to do with the car shows that are listed on there. But I do my best to make sure that they are accurate. The people that are submitting the information give me the basics, um, contact information, Facebook page, uh, flyer, links to the registration page, um, anything that I, that somebody who wants to attend a car show would want to know. The. Uh, um Bobby just made a note here, and he said, uh, Car Show in a Box. Tell us what Car Show in a Box is. Well, that was designed um, by Barry eons ago. Okay. There's a lot of people that are not in the car show world, churches, schools, nursing homes, charity events, um, anything to raise money, and they have no idea what to do and how to go about it. So he had put all these points in about what to do, how to go about it, what you're looking for, to design it as as foolproof as possible. Because if you're not in the car world, you want to do a charity for your business, you have no idea where to turn. So that was kind of a guide to get people started in doing their own car show. Because there's not too many people that you can hire to do it. And if it's for a charity, you know... Oh, you want to keep all the money as much as you can for the charity. Oh yeah, so basically it's a car show. It's a kit, so it, and it gives right. you basically the uh, it outlines and shows you exactly what you need to do to to put an event together. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, what uh, th- around the state, and I'm going to use Citrus County as an example. I've noticed that there's a lot of cars that drive because I'm up there frequently because I when in my business I work Tampa Bay, Citrus, Orlando. Uh, Sarasota and Lakeland, and uh, so I travel a lot. But when I'm up in Citrus County, I notice that those guys up there are still having car shows, and they're still meeting 
uh, on I think it's Wednesday or th- what night is it? Friday, Friday, Thursday or Friday night. They're meeting up there at Wendy's. Do you have any uh, and any feed? And I haven't really had a chance because it seems like I'm always in a hurry. I never get a chance to stop by there. But it seems like maybe some counties and some guys are just saying, "Ah, the heck with all this nonsense. I'm just going to go have a car show and show up and um, hang out." Yeah, yeah. It's kind of been um, uh, the informal cruise nights. Okay. Uh, the monthly or the weekly shows. I have not received any, or I should say any, almost no communication with any of the organizers. So I haven't been able to update my website to know if they're doing it or they're not doing it. Okay. Um, and, and it's been challenging. Now, the regular car shows, like the annual car shows, like the Saturday afternoon car show, um, I have been going through the website and going to their Facebook pages or their website or making a phone call to see if they're still having it or to see if there's been a new date. A lot of people have postponed it to fall. So I've been making those changes. But as far as the weekly and the monthly shows go, I I don't know why, but I guess they all forget about me. You know, I can <laughs> change it. If you're not going to have it in March and April, you're going to start it in June. I can change it in within a heartbeat. Just click the button and I've got it changed. So I have not been... Nobody's been updating me, so I have no idea who's been actually doing cruise nights or not. Well, maybe, just maybe, people have been kind of flying underground a little bit. You know, uh-huh. they've still been doing stuff. So it's kind of like a word-of-mouth thing. Hey, look, you see us cruising around? Because this weekend I noticed quite a few cars on the road, and they were all headed in certain directions. So that tells me that they're getting ready to group. But And I think a lot of people don't want that many cars there. They want to see their buddies. But they don't want a parking lot full of cars because that would draw attention. So right. they are—they're they're flying under the radar. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, what is the forecast now? I I know that there's been a lot of major events that have been canceled. Now, I typically go to Monterey Collect um, Car Week up there in California, and that's been canceled. It was kind of—they were holding out for the longest time, and finally, Pebble went once, and the and the peripheral events were going to continue. But then once Pebble Beach decided, now nah, we're not going to do this then all the rest of them, like about a week or two later, all decided not to as well. However, I haven't heard anything as far as uh, the Detroit Woodward Dream Cruise. So to my knowledge, that's still on. So what have you heard about anything outside of the state of Florida, any major events? Well, the only one I'm in communication with, because I attend every year, is the Hot Rod Power Tour. Oh, okay. And this will be my 10th year going. And about... the. the it's the second weekend of June, seven days in seven cities, and usually for me it's about 4,000 to 4,500 miles, um, usually up north. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll come as far as Charlotte, but usually it's up north. And they have postponed it to the end of August. At least they didn't cancel it because we can still get all of our hotels and, and um, everything's still booked. So it was a minimal change. Okay, uh, but that's the only thing that I am in communication with because, of course, I attend every year. Where does the uh, Hot Rod Power Tour start this year? And it starts in Norwalk, Ohio, which is way in the north end of Ohio. Okay, and then um, hitting, uh, let's see, Indy, St. Louis, Champaign, Davenport, Iowa, and ending in Chicago. Oh, really? Well, okay, yeah. well, it's actually staying up there in the Midwest. Now, if I'm, am I correct, Norwalk, is that the, the home of the Camaro? Mm, no wonder Camaro. No, GM had a, they have a plant there, because a lot of the GM cars in the mid-60s were made in Norwalk. Right, and that's why I thought that's why, because um, Camaros. The only thing I know that's up there, because mm-hmm. there's not much of a town, yeah. is the Speedway. Oh. <laughs> it's a great Speedway. Okay, so like a circle track type thing? For no, drag strip. Strike Oh, Norwalk, really? You know what's funny? I should have that should be yep. on my radar. I now I remember. Yep. Yes, yes. And then our second stop after that is going to National Tra- Trail Raceway, which is due south of there in Hebron, Ohio, which is where I grew up. Oh, really? I I lived on Route 40 on that was the direct road about I don't know, 5 miles from the track. Uh-huh. I would sit out there in front of the house, I could watch the cars go. Watch the cars return on a Saturday and Sunday, and that's where I took my car to the car shows and good drag races. Oh, so for there. you. So I have not been back in 
God, since 1985. Oh, boy. <laughs> so this will be like a yeah. reunion for you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go drive by my old house and see what it looks like and, and you just see the new, you know, the old neighborhoods and see if they're still existing. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Now, you have a number of really cool collector cars. What are you going to drive on a power tour this year? Um, I got a 67 Acadian Canso, which is a Canadian Nova. Oh, okay. Is that the blue one? Yep, the blue one. Okay. Marina, that, marina blue with bright blue interior. Now that's, 283 with a power glide. Okay, now you've driven that on the power tour quite a few times. You ever take the uh, Shelby out? No, no. That's This car is made for the highway. Okay. It's got We put air conditioning in it. We went through the whole entire front end. It gets good on gas mileage. And there's no, there's usually no other cars like that on the power tour. So a lot of people are interested in, you know, what is it? Where'd it come from? Never seen one before. What kind of paperwork do you have on that car? Um, it's registered with the Pontiac Registry in Canada. Okay. Because it was sold under the Pontiac dealership name, but it's the brand name is Acadian. Um, but since they didn't have an Acadian dealer, it was sold under Pontiac and Buick. Okay. And they kept all the records. All right, because I was told I know I do appraisals and stuff on cars, and I know when I run up against a Canadian-made General Motors product, that uh, General Motors of Canada was far better and accurate at keeping records on their cars, production cars, as opposed to GM of USA. And what has been your uh, experiences with them? Um, I think because. Uh, it falls under the Pontiac. I mean, like the the Parisian mm-hmm. uh, came out of the same plant, which was the American version of the Catalina. Mm-hmm. And because Pontiac did a really, really good job of keeping records, I think that's how we ended up with good records. Okay. Um, the that's Bo- my feeling. The Beaumont, is that a Pontiac, or is that still a different name for a Chevrolet? It's just it's just like the Acadian, it's a different name. Okay. It's a brand. Okay. Which yeah, was the Chevelle version. And I'm trying to think that, uh, but the Canadian Pontiacs used Chevrolet motors in them, though, right? They didn't have a Pontiac yeah. engine? Yep, yep. It was basically just a trim package. Okay. Everything else is the same, um, just the trim is a little different. Now, on the 60, on the 67 Acadian, which is the Nova body, mm-hmm. they used the fenders and the headlight buckets of a 66. So there's... There's some swapping back and forth between the two years. I don't know if they did it for the Chevelle, but they did it for the uh, the Acadian here and there. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it's very much Pontiac styling. The split grill, mm-hmm. notorious for the Pontiac. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the parking lights in the front are from GTO. So, and I, and I, I think that the, fair, the taillights look like Fairlane taillights. Oh, there's a Ford part on there. Okay. Well, no, it just looks like it to me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Tara, um, tell our listeners a little bit about the Power Tour and how much fun it is. Now, I, Bobby and I went to the Power Tour when it was in Orlando. Gosh, that must have been, what, 10 years oh. ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we drove up there. We, we wanted to do the whole thing. I just didn't have the time at the time. 2006. And, uh, 2006, yeah. But we did drive our... My Camaro, believe it or not, I actually have a 74Z28. We drove my, our AKA Rat Turd. Uh, we drove the Rat Turd up there, and uh, we had a great time. I mean, just hanging out in the parking lot with everybody. I wish I could have done the whole tour, but go ahead, take us on, give us a couple uh, stories of some of the experiences, what people can oh, expect you, on the power tour. I could write a bestseller book about the experiences that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we write, I, I, I don't write it. My boyfriend, Steve, since he's the better writer, he has been writing a blog, a daily blog that we have been just kind of the snippets. And I take the pictures. He writes the blog every day to show people what it's about. And it's not just, and you could go to Steve and Tara's blog, I think it's Steve and Tara's hot rod blog. And it's really hard to explain because you, it's, you know, you think about driving that far. It averages between 250 and 300 miles a day. It's all back roads. People are out waving with their tents. They get their car club together. They can stop and you can stop and have hot dogs and, and drinks along the way. 
You hit the local restaurants. The local people love it. The gas stations are nothing but full of show cars. When you went, it wasn't nearly as big as what it is now. It's it's a 2,500 um people make the whole long haul trip but then you figure there's several thousand that come in for a leg or two so all in all you've got five six thousand cars wow. you pull into a venue at a city at the end of the day usually you arrive after your drive three o'clock five o'clock in the afternoon and it's always held at a drag strip um uh, uh something like an arena or a university, someplace big where you could hold thousands and thousands of cars and thousands and thousands of spectators. And then you've got to have a city that's got the infrastructure with the hotels and the restaurants to, to be able to handle it. So it's not, it's not an easy thing for these guys to find the city and the routes. But, you know, when you get off the power tour, you go through withdrawals and go, where is everybody? I feel like I'm all by myself. There's no cars anywhere. You feel lost because it is so many people and so many cars of all kinds. And everybody is so friendly. They stop, pull, they pull over, help you if you've got a problem. Um, the motor medics from GM fix your car for free. If you can get them to part and you can get there, they'll fix it. I can attest to that. I've been there twice. <laughs> Tara, on on the uh, power tour, how often do they come to like the South? I mean, in Florida, I, to my knowledge, it's only been here one time, right? No, it was here in 2011, which was my first year. It went to Coco. That's oh, where it Coco? started. Okay. Yeah, um, and it hasn't been back since. Usually, the farthest south that it's actually stopped has been Charlotte. We've been to Charlotte, the, the Speedway, the IMAX. Um, gosh, several times four or five times, and we've been to Valdosta, and then to Texas a couple times, and other than that, it's been north. Okay, well, you being FLACarshows.com and having a lot of influence with car guys and car shows and car clubs in the state of Florida, maybe you can influence them to do another event, another trek down here in uh, in our uh, sunshine state. Yeah, this, the... You know, I've thought about that, and you. In Orlando's not set up for it. We don't have a big enough venue, really, to handle it in Orlando. Now, Tampa does. Tampa's got the the fairgrounds. Florida State Fairgrounds would be awesome. Um, and then we've got Kissimmee, where the Meekum auction is. Okay. So I don't know, but the cities have to. I'm not sure if the cities have to pay for it or they want it, but there's something that the cities have to do to get the power tour to come. Okay. And not all the cities want that. They don't want, you know, 5,000 cars descending on their town for an overnight. Wow. I don't know. It brings a lot of money. Yeah. But I don't know the reasoning um, behind it. Well, I would have to say that of the majority of, of – a lot of the, let's just say, groups, meetups, uh, social clubs, in general, the car culture, the camaraderie among the car culture is pretty strong, pretty loyal, pretty dedicated, and pretty easygoing and very, very family-oriented. So I would think that these cities would want that because, and, you know, they spend money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've also noticed also that some of the most of the venues that they go to, um, the geographical draw of people around the, the radius of a city is a lot. Okay. Versus Florida, since we live in a peninsula, if you drew a circle around Tampa, half the circle is going to be in the water. That's true. Well, part of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Versus say Charlotte, where just the amount of people around. You know, because they have to satisfy the sponsors, too. The more spectators they have, the better for the sponsors. So that's a, that may be some reason why they don't come to Florida very often. Well, how about Daytona? I mean, since we have the Turkey Rod Run, and they've got, what, five to 7,000 cars that show up at that particular event, and Daytona is close enough to Orlando, 
and all the periphery. You got Ormond Beach. You got uh, um, just north of there. You got uh, you know Flagler, mm-hmm. Flagler County, right up there, and uh, yeah, going better. up towards yep. St. Augustine. But you got a lot of places there. So you got mm-hmm. motels. You got but you got the dra- the racetrack, and the racetrack is like you said, it's kind of like the big draw. That's a, that's significant. So all the cars could hang out there. Um, I don't know of any drag strips in in Orlando or in Daytona, um, but. Uh, well, you, well, wait a minute. You're not that far from Bithlo for the racetrack there, too. So they could run over there and do something there as well. But just food for thought. If you're down the road and that comes up, keep me in mind because then, you know, maybe we can do some cross-promoting because I'd love to see something like that take place in Florida again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would just be just be awesome. Plus, it would save me a lot of um, time and gas. To venue. <laughs> um, we've, we've, we've went to uh, Wisconsin two or three times. Beautiful state, weather's fantastic, but it is a three-hour, three-day drive home. And it's not like driving in a new car. we got to stop every hour and a half and fill up. i got a 16-gallon gas tank. Oh, yes. So, and, and then I get fidgety sitting in this car with no reclining seats and no cruise control, and after a while you're like, you know, I'm done, let's stop. <laughs> Okay, well, we're just about up against the clock, but here's what I want to ask you real quick. The future return of the car shows, when do you see a lot of this stuff taking place? And we've got about 30 seconds left. A, a lot of it is happening in first of June. I know we're starting up two shows here in Orlando. Margaritaville's happening this in June, mm-hmm. and so is um, downtown Longwood. Lance over in Sarasota, he's having a show this Saturday at Summer's Dutch Restaurant, which is his second one so far. Okay. He's in, and I haven't heard anything. Um, well, there are a couple cruises down in South Florida Rock and Rich is doing, but no show shows. Okay. So it's getting there. I think July is when you're going to see them all come out. But, you know, we're coming into our slow season as it is. Mm-hmm. So most of it starts waning anyhow. But we're going to have a busy fall because all the spring shows are now in the fall. So look out come October. All right. Well, Tara, real quick, one more time, real quick. FLACarshows.com, right? That's where they can find out everything they need to know about all the car shows in the state of Florida, right? Yep, you got it. And even, and anybody have any questions? You, you know, I, I got information written on my forehead. Just give me a call, and I may or may not have an answer. I can point you in the right direction. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, good luck all to right, you. thanks, Robert. Have fun, and then uh, we'll see some of the car shows. Okay, see you around. All right, take care. Well, that about wraps it up for us here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Right, Bobby? Mm-hmm. So uh, there it is, guys. So, you know, June's going to be, of course, when they say that's a slow time, it's only because it gets hot in Florida and it's humid and a lot of guys don't take their cars out. But you know what? I think everybody's ready to just take their cars out and drive anyway. Well, most of the cars have air conditioning nowadays, and uh, somebody's retrofitted that. So get out there, drive your cars, have fun. Don't forget to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars every Tuesday night here on the Tantalk Radio Network. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, uh, go Twitter, ahead, LinkedIn, YouTube, and yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, like I said, uh, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. And if you missed any of the past shows, go to NostalgicRadioAndCars.com. That's right. And if you're in Clearwater and you're Largo and you're 426 West Bay Drive, stop in and say hi to the guys at uh, Rib Shack Barbecue. Mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, buy a meal, and get a free drink. In the meantime, I want to see everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.